record got me high as tired of the banging on the roof, we realized that there was a big rainstorm, and that some people had leaks that need repairing. However, we are incredibly selfish, egocentric and bloody minded bastards, and would prefer that others had their residences flooded than have to deal with even a modicum of minor aggravation. Does that kind of behavior sound familiar? If so, you should visit our sponsor, isthistomorrow.com, there you can, from the comfort of your old sofa, that smells like a mangy dog, enjoy 4, 6, or 8 panels of good, old fashioned satire, it's like if Charlie Brown was drawn by people with a hangover, or a toothache, or if everyone in Mayberry had borderline personality disorder. Woody and Kelly are not hungover, at this moment, anyway, or suffering from dental misfortune. They're just cranky, but also highly entertaining. See what they've been up to at isthistomorrow.com. That is, is, this, tomorrow.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And we'd like to welcome you again to another show. This is our uh, final show of 2019. Right. This it's the final year, It's probably... Well, Year-end episode. Yeah, it'll come out in this year. It will. Right? It'll be okay. the last episode yeah, of the sure. year. Okay. Um, and we're excited about that. And we're excited about our guest today because we have a special guest. Yes. And, uh, who is a, in, introduce yourself. My name is Adele, Adele Stock. I'm uh, Barry's daughter. Wait, I was just going to, I was going to do the, wait, oh, you have the same last name as Barry, <laughs> but you yeah, gave right. it away. I ruined it, I ruined it. You didn't right. ruin it, he we didn't did set last you up for we, it. Uh, yeah, I didn't say, yep, good. All right, so we have Adele, Barry's daughter, uh, yeah. Adele, who lives in Massachusetts now. Boston, Massachusetts. Awesome, and you're here visiting for the holidays, and whatnot. right, she has she doesn't have a bedroom anymore. She has a curtained off area in the living room. Yeah, it looks and an nice, air mattress. Though. Yeah, it looks Which we've discovered is actually... Kind of okay. Yeah, I've been comfortable. Yeah, air mattresses are awesome. They've, yeah, they've they've come a long way. Like the air mattresses <laughs> yeah. now are, are awesome. Yes, yeah. from the kind we had when we were kids, where they, ha- they always smelled mildewy. Yeah, <laughs> and you had to pump them up by hand. <laughs> right, right, and then halfway through the night, they you'd wouldn't be, be halfway. Be, you'd be halfway uh, yeah. touching floor. Mm-hmm. All right, so Adele, what did you uh, what did you bring for us to talk about? What what record are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Actor, the St. Vincent album, which has been a pretty important album. For me and my my adolescence and my young adulthood, so yeah. right. Yeah. And you just and you pointed out it's the ten year anniversary of it. Yeah, it came out in two thousand nine. Which that that must uh, that must be crazy to you. It must blow your mind, right? Because it probably doesn't seem like ten years. Well, I didn't I didn't listen to this album probably until about two thousand thirteen. Oh, so. okay, okay. So you didn't you you came to her. So were you uh, had you uh, were you a fan of her before? Or this was the album you got into her on. This was the album I got into her on. Yeah. Right. So how old were you when you when you heard? 15 or 16. Oh, really? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like 12 when this album came out. So, uh, <laughs> so how did you, and how did you hear Do you remember? Yeah, I do actually. So I was big on Tumblr in, uh, oh, in, Tumblr. in high school, and, and somebody posted... We never knew what her Tumblr was. She had a secret Tumblr. Though, well, of so. course. What did you, yeah, you guys I mean, don't need to be... Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to be on. It's a private... Up in her tum- <laughs> Tumblr, yeah. Right, um, okay. But somebody posted Laughing with a Mouthful of Blood. Right. And I listened to it, and I had this moment where I was like... Oh my God, this is so... Because, you know, having Barry as a father, I listen to a lot of really amazing...
amazing music growing up, but had never on my own discovered something yeah. that was really moving to me. And that yeah. was kind of the first time that happened. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, see, that's good. I was wondering about that because I knew we, you guys are, you and, and, and my kids too, you guys have the generation where your parents like also listen to cool music, good music. See, I, I don't know about, well, I know, I'm sure Barry yeah. and me, our parents just didn't listen to anything no. that we would have any interest Nothing. in at all, you no. know? Yeah. Uh, they so, had some, like they had like a Henry Mancini record that I like. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, but well, my parents had Henry Mancini record that I did not like. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you guys were, you were exposed already to a lot of cool music, but I, I always believe that, that at some point uh, people have to find their own music on their own. Yeah. They yeah. have to discover yeah. their own stuff. And yeah, it, 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 you know, and, and that's just cool. So you did discover, uh, and then you probably introduced your dad to us. I she did. did. Yeah. 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 Although, um, this record makes more sense to me now than it did when she first told me about St. Vincent and started listening to it. Yeah. I, it kind of didn't. Now, you know, it's really, the, the, it really doesn't date very easily. No, no. You listen it, to it and go, it could come out today. It, because it's still, it's so modern sounding. And very. it's just so like uh, futuristic. Yes, you know? yeah. very much yeah. so. Uh, yeah. And that's, I guess that's her uh, talent. I mean, obviously this, this woman is super talented. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I, I'm guessing that most of this is played by her. I'm not really sure. It's I, got the vibe she's, of... She's credited with vocals, gu- guitar, bass, keys, etc. it says, etc. Yeah. So, so except I for the... She, yeah. Right, a lot of it. I'm sure she her. can play everything. She yeah. can yeah. play. She's uh, kind of reminds me of... And uh, her real Prince. name is... Annie Clark. Oh, that's right. Annie Clark. And and uh, what I found out, because uh, I didn't know much about St. Vincent at all, aside from... I remember she was on Saturday Night Live a couple years ago, and I saw her, and I remember I thought she was awesome. I said, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> when you see yeah. the live things, you're like... Yeah. Oh, this is really this is really intense. Yeah. It's intense and it's and it's new. It's almost I almost feel like it's the way I felt when I was younger and I saw um, a Bowie for the first time, like a right. David Bowie, exactly. you know, and you knew. Sure. And that's I mean, so I saw her live my senior year of high school on yeah. her tour for her album St. Vincent, oh, which nice. is very very different. So like all of her albums are really super unique, and she goes from her first album, which is very acoustic and mellow and like right. singer songwriter. Oh really? Oh I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. And this her second record is all of a sudden like, like orchestral and like big crazy. Yeah. And, yes. and then now her most recent albums are more like. Like you can hear the influence of like David Bowie, and it's very much like right. more rock oriented and a lot of right. electric guitar. So, but I think that this is like her really perfect album. It encapsulates yeah. like her her songwriting ability and also her ability to just produce beautiful, beautiful music. Yeah, right. yeah. I, and I don't think you're the only one to like. A, a lot of people will say, "Oh yeah, actor, that's my favorite Saint Vincent yeah, record." Yeah, uh, Rachel, our guest last week. Uh, yeah, Rachel Angel said the same thing. Oh, that's my favorite album by her. And when you go through it, it is. A very unique and very, um, you get a vibe from her that's kind of hard to um, um, put into any sort of category of what she's doing because it'll shift gears and you'll be like, oh, wow. Shit, that's the thing. And you could tell she's definitely an artist that is like, that knows exactly who she is and what she wants to do. And you get get that right away. Like you get, because you hear little things like I notice uh, uh, Kate Bush, I'm sure she's a fan of Of Kate Bush and she sounds like Kate Bush at times. And uh, and she's also said she's a big fan of Bowie and uh, Hendrix. Mm -hmm. I also hear some prog rock in there, like Genesis and Yes and King Crimson. 
yeah, there's a lot there, but also she's a unique artist in that she has her own voice and her own. Totally. Uh, yeah. So because a lot of these, uh, a lot of the songs themselves are kind of, you could say, oh, they're like relationship songs and things like that, but they're like relationship songs flipped on their head. Though. Yeah, but they're not really like I see this whole album as you can tell that this is somebody who grew up and spent a lot of her life as an outsider, like feeling yes. very yes. much yes. like, a, right, like right. a freak. Yes. And and you can just see that because like you could read any of these on the surface as just relationship songs, but I don't really think that any of them actually are. I think that there's a lot more meaning to them. than that. I, You're probably right. And definitely. Yeah, I definitely got that whole uh, the outsider vibe. Well, she's from Texas. She's from Texas. She's which she would, she doesn't. You'd say, "Oh, this girl sounds like she's from, from Texas. New York or from Boston or from you would Chicago." Guess that yeah. you would not guess Texas. She's from Texas. She has a ton of siblings. Um, her oh, right, parents. Right. Her her mom owns a taco shop in Texas. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So and but she went to Berklee College of Music and dropped out. Oh, and right. As many famous musicians right. like right, Berklee right. well, and then dropped out. Didn't Russell go to Berklee? Uh, Russell Mofsky, yes, I he think did. he did. But I he, don't know he if he pro- dropped out. I think he graduated. He graduated, which, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I also saw she was a member of the uh, Polyphonic Spree earlier, mm-hmm. which I, I, I'm i familiar with that band. I even own a record by them. And actually, yeah. they, were, they were cool. They were just like huge band of like with like all these different players. Um uh, but that's cool. And she uh, was a member of uh, Sufjan yeah, Stevens. Yeah, she played with Sufjan Stevens right. for a while. They're good friends, which makes sense if you like listen to true, their music true. and listen to them talk yeah. about their music. It's like, oh, these right. people know each other. Yeah. So for this record, I read that she had uh, watched uh, a Disney films. She was watching like uh, Disney films on on mute for inspiration. And uh-huh. it's funny. I, I, it's probably because I read that first, but in listening to it, sometimes I would hear like the strings and everything, and I could uh, imagine it like a like a Disney s type thing. Mm-hmm. And her voice is also she has a very uh, pretty sweet sounding voice, but still there's so much more. She's able to do so much with it. And mm-hmm. she, uh, inher- uh, inhabits so many different characters too. Like uh, Bowie. I keep going back to David Bowie, like with yeah. her. Yeah. And I mean, she's, she talks a lot about how David Bowie is an idol of hers and a huge influence on her work. So it, right, it, it right. definitely makes a lot of sense, but then there's something that's so just uniquely her. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. and did, and she was also uh, briefly in a noise rock band. Harry, <laughs> did you know this? I did not. The, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable saying the name of the band around uh, Adele, but do, do, do you know what the name of the band no, was? No, no, no. Here, you read it, so I'm not saying it in front of you. That was her noise band. Oh, Skullfuckers. Skulls, oh, <laughs> Skullfuckers. I'm 22, Rob. What do you I mean? know. She, yeah, on. it's okay. That's all right. Oh, yeah, you are 22. Okay. It's all right. That's right. You were drinking. I heard you were you were doing shots of yes. uh, tequila the other Yes, night. at my cousin's wedding. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, another thing I noticed, uh, her delivery has a, it's almost like a controlled uh, coldness to it. Uh, yes. But it's soon, but but then, uh, so like at first, because I had never uh, sat down and listened to her. This was the first time I listened to the record. And the first time I did, I said, oh, she has kind of an icy control. But then I, as I listened to the record more and more, and, and obviously the record grew on me uh, yeah. more and more because it's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you realize that's sort of a feature, not a flaw. It's a right, feature. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's presenting some very intense material yeah. in a way that's, um, there we go. I'm trying to get the levels right. I fucked up the channels. Everything's in the wrong channel. By the way, we're doing, this is an early Day, afternoon episode. Our only so, second daytime episode. Yeah, daytime episode. So we're eating, uh, drinking coffee and eating cookies, and we are not imbibing at all. And we have uh, a delicious babka oh, from, babka was so from good. Uh, Brooklyn, New York. Gr- Green's Homestyle Chocolate Babka from Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Which, uh, thankfully, one of Adele's very good friends 
Thank you. Shout out. What's her name? Ariel. Shout, hey, out, shout out to Ariel. Ariel, Ariel brought us a babka. Babka, man. Yeah. That babka is the bomb. Yeah. yeah. And it's also the first night of Hanukkah, or it's the second, second night of Hanukkah, Hanukkah tonight. Yeah, is, so, yes. We're in the middle of the first day of Hanukkah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the battle has just begun. The battle is over. The oil is burning. Well, he, I see. Are you when talking Hanuk- about the uh, war Hanuk- on Christmas? When Hanuk- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that, I mean, that battle. Isn't it, didn't it burn through like eight nights while they were in a cave? No, they, they were in the... So there's... They are... Defeat or they defeat this huge army, and then right. they only have a little bit of oil in the temple. Right, right. But the right. miracle is it lasts for eight nights. So oh, the, the okay. battle right. is over. I didn't realize the That's battle the was over. The miracle is that they've won this battle and that the oil lasts for eight right. nights. Yes. Did you go to Hebrew school, Adele? Did your parents oh, make you yes, go to Hebrew I did. school? Uh, they did. Every Sunday and Wednesday. Well, I want to, as we go through this record, I also want to hear some more stories about your parents and, and particularly <laughs> your dad and and what you went through. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, there was some. Yeah, definitely she has some One thing, complaints, I guess, legit I complaints. Place. I just want to get out of the way. I, there's a rumor I heard, and the rumor came from your mom <laughs> that when your dad would take you to school, sometimes he would he would inflict you with um, Captain Beefheart. Captain Beefheart. Yes. Barry, why would you do this to your daughter? Troutmaster replica. Look, here's here's the deal. I'm saving them. They don't have to take the bus. And I like Captain Beefheart, so you like sometimes Captain. the cab driver is going to listen to something you don't like. But you know and what? It's it, it made me a, a better person. Right. At the time, you weren't thinking that, I was that, like, though. oh, God. But you know what? I did, he did play for me The Woods, the St. Vincent album, for the first time on or the... Oh, no, not Sorry, the, the Sleater Kinney album right. for the first time on the way to school. And that album is like an album that totally transformed oh, okay. my entire life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Sleater Kinney, you. yes. Captain B part, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think we also maybe saw... Um, Slater Kenny, they were on that Henry Rollins show playing live. Did I show that to you? Probably, probably. And it, that's what actually blew me away was when I saw that, and I was like, um, I had not was not prepared at all for because you know the bands that he would have on there were generally pretty heavy, right. and so he had you know Slayer and he had various people, and then they came on and they just totally kicked ass, and you're like. Wow. Yeah. And the drummer, especially, who's recently left the Janet. band, Janet, yeah. was the one where you just go, well, and holy crap. A, and Corin Tucker and Carrie Bronstein, actually, so the, the same Vincent, Annie Clark, uh, Sleater Kinney connection is that Carrie Brownstein, who's in same or in Sleater Kinney. In Sleater Kinney and also the uh, Portland, a lot of people exactly, would know her from Portlandia. the uh, Portlandia lady. Right. And then yes. Annie Clark uh, dated and then our best friends now. And Annie oh, Clark really? produced the most recent Sleater Kinney album, which oh, is really? not my favorite, but that's okay. Because okay. it has that sort of a same. Yeah, because it sounds like St. Vincent, not like Sleater Kinney. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people want to expand their horizons and do different things. And um, sometimes for fans, that can be not as fun as, you know, that might be for the artist. But then five years down the road, you might be like, oh, no, I love that record now. Yeah. You never know. I can see, yeah. that. I can see that connection. But The Woods is a still, yeah, if you it's, put on The Woods, it's just like, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. So your parents expose you to, to a lot of cool music, obviously. They listen to cool music. But is there, so this, you you told your dad about something and he liked it. But is there stuff, there's got there's some stuff that you like you listen to that, that Barry, that you're just not, you're just not hip on? She sends us stuff that I'll listen to once and enjoy, but I'm not going to go back to. It's more, um, more of a 
folk singer songwritery kind of stuff maybe yeah. Yeah. that which is you know just not my bag but I'll, I'll enjoy it but then she turned us on to the internet which the internet yes which are really fantastic yeah oh okay and not, so a lot of goes, uh, yeah. it's really good it's okay. it, they have one album but it's Sid the Kid who's a member was a member of Odd Future which is this music collective from Northern California that mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean were also a part of ah. and she her music is really fantastic she also turned me on to Frank Ocean or turned us all on to Frank Ocean on the ride home from a restaurant in Miami. North in Miami. Um, it was Orange had just come out. No, no. So it was Blonde. Came Blonde, out, sorry. And it, it came out while we were in the restaurant, and I said, "Dad, you've we have to listen to this on the ride home." Right. And and she we, downloaded it, and we put it on, and we listened to the whole thing. It was amazing. Yeah, I've heard some. I don't know. I didn't get into Frank Ocean. It's, I don't know. It's not our generation. I guess at all. It's zero percent. Fifty-five year old man. Right, but, right. Um, it's still if you the textures and the sounds on it, and the way he, um, the things he's talking about, and the phone call, and the the like voice messages from his yeah. mom. Yeah, it's a really intense and cool record, and it's also some of it will make you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But, it, you know, I really enjoyed it. And then some friends of mine, some people I know, actually had a really bad experience with him. Oh, so, really? oh. well, he had, tr- they had, he had contacted them about a performance. And how do we get on Frank Ocean? I don't know. Let's get on Frank. Let's listen to this I'll tell that already. story. We'll save that story from another time. Yes, yes. Probably another time, maybe on a, another podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, let's, uh, the first song on this record, let's listen to it. It's called The Stranger. So there's a lot of Annie Clark's going on right there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And she's really, that was one thing I noticed throughout the whole album that I love. She's basically uh, singing, harmonizing with herself, but she's yes. got a way, much like Bowie, back to Bowie yes. again. He would do that, and, it, and but he would he would be able to make it sound like different, more than yeah, different right. people. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not just uh, exactly. singing, with, and she's great at yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is uh, this song is so cool, but uh, right from the start, I realized because like halfway through the song, like you're listening to it and it's got this and it's got this cool vibe with the electric yeah. drums and everything, mm-hmm. and then or maybe a little more than halfway through, uh, kicks drums in. kicks in and, yeah. It, yeah, and I'll, these I'll play distorted some of that. guitars, sure. and it's like you realize, oh okay, there's gonna be a, a, a lot going a lot on. Of this textures. album isn't just gonna be one thing; it's yeah. gonna be a lot. And the the line that that gets stuck in your head is which is the paint the paint, paint the, the black, black hole blacker, which is a very 
dark. It's yeah. dark, and she's singing it so sweetly. Yeah. She's got yeah. this sweet voice, which is great. And, and it sort of like draws you into the album. Like even that line, the yeah, way it that does. it makes you feel, you're yes. sort of like being taken into a story, almost like a fairy tale. Correct. Yes. Um, and actually, Kid Cudi, who's a rapper, okay. sampled that part of the song <laughs> for one of his songs. And yeah. it's just like a funny kind of connection. Oh, nice. What song was it? It's called Maniac. Okay. Well, we'll be hearing a little Maniac up underneath this as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, not, not the Maniac from the song Flashdance, right? No. no. <laughs> and then, uh, but there Play are. some of that too, Barry. <laughs> there, are some, uh, there are some relationship things. Playboys under the mattress, like yes. I wouldn't notice. So yeah, you know, you don't know whether these are things that happened or it, proverb, you know, metaphors. Metaphors so, for yeah. yeah. The line that really gets me in the song is, "Good souls have borne better sons, better souls borne worse ones." <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So not an. This is not a ringing endorsement of whoever the no, <laughs> the no, song is no. about. And that's uh, that's. Uh, what I, I really enjoyed about the record uh, is listening to it, and a lot of the songs do her sweet voice and some uh, Disney-esque, but the themes are definitely not no. Disney-esque. Yeah. Not, no. no. She, there's a lot of deeper things going it's on. A, it's, it's a dark comedy, yep. for sure. And uh, All right, so let's get into the second song. Uh, um, she wants you to, she says, save me from what? in the background oh, it's Watch beautiful step, and well the line that you the line there the last line before the fade out during the fade out is um but i'm a wife in watercolors i can wash away what 17 cold showers couldn't wash away um and it's just a great image like everybody knows a cold shower while you take a cold shower it was at least in i don't know <laughs> right, if that's right. i don't know if that's still something that's understood it's in the probably, popular it's, it is yes <laughs> Um, save me, save me from what I want. Yeah, okay, we all know that feeling, being attracted to something that we know is bad. Yeah, but I think, so she she has all these metaphors that sound like they're about attraction, but then I, I, I was thinking about this album and I was like, Maybe this entire album is just a conversation with herself about herself. Yeah. And and this song ah, okay. and the album kind of feels like like this desire for domesticity that's being kind of destroyed <laughs> yes, over and right. over and over again. Yes, yes. You know, I'm a, but I'm a wife in watercolors. Yeah. I can wash away. Yeah. Right. Um, honey, what reveals you is why you try to hide. You know, you yes, can tell I the have planets. That, I have that looking. line uh, highlighted there too. Yeah, because that's uh, yeah. I, I I think you're right. I don't know what kind of. You said well, what's the? I just realized the name of the album is actor. Yeah. So yeah. this is someone who's been 
performing like yes. a role. And Adele said probably her whole life felt like a sort of an outsider uh, and uh, having yeah, to pretend. almost like an actor putting on. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, so yeah, that's interesting because uh, um, on the surface I was thinking, wow, these are all kind of like relationship songs, but. That's interesting. It's all her relationship with her own life, her own self, her own. I can see that. Now, were you, as a 15-year-old, were you getting all that then, or do you you think you're coming to more of that realization now as a... I think I've I've listened to this... As a wizened woman (laughs) at 22. I think I've listened to this album so many times that it's hard to tell, like, when I started thinking about it in certain ways, but I always come back to it in moments of transition in my life, or, like, Ah, when I'm feeling, like, you know, as a 15-year-old feeling like an outsider. I was just coming out. Yep. Of, and and so like I just needed to connect to something that like something that understood what I was going through and this yeah. album is is about playing pretend. And that's, and right. that's what I felt like. Uh, that's great. See, that's a great thing that music about music that does it's one of the only Powerful things that can stuff. do that right yeah. I agree it's like you can't just sit down a uh, movie th- even with a movie you can't just like sit down oh I feel like this I'm gonna watch a movie now no yeah. but it's well like there music, are people though that relate to movies in the same way that we all relate to music mm-hmm. and they have the same re- where they would might say they might say oh yeah I'm gonna go and watch it. it's a wonderful life but you can't but, uh, <laughs> driving in driving in not. your car at night though you can't be watching a movie that is true <laughs> yeah. right right you can't you, got the mu- you can't the listen music. to okay computer as you're leaving the day you're leaving Athens, Georgia and driving to Florida with your baby and your wife and your two dogs. And not maybe three years ago, you took me and my girlfriend at the time to listen to an OK Computer. It was a listening party at, at Sweat, Sweat Records. Records. Shout out Sweat. to Sweat Records. And when I was 15, you and mom took me to see Radiohead for my 15th birthday. So oh, nice. That's, that's right. Yeah. That was the one. That it, almost makes up for the Captain B part on the way to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. Almost, right. Yeah. All right. So let's get... Uh, her eye would probably twitch. I could put on some beef heart now and her eye would probably like... Yeah, eyebrow no, would please twitch. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's see. What's up with those... Neighbors. What's up with the neighbors? Oh, yeah. Oh, this I love this Let's one. Listen to the neighbors. Sister, say a prayer for us. One we learn from nuns and such. I won't believe in word you speak. Just make it sweet to hear. Let's pour wine and coffee cups and Thing. Yeah. This is, yeah. Well, in a family, if she's in a, a big family. In Texas. In Texas. That's always, if you just go back to, well, where in Texas, though? Was it like Dallas? Do we know? Or is it some like West out. Texas place that's. But still, that it's great because it captures that thing. Because obviously, everyone, you always think like. Because unless neighbor. you're in Austin, Texas, everything she's talking about makes sense. Dallas. Oh, there you okay. go. Right. Okay. What would the neighbors say? But but still, it's like that with everything. You know how you always think, like, what would the neighbors think? But you don't know what's going on behind the neighbors well, door either, right? Stuff. You know? Yeah. yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, usually, it's it's, it's not what nothing you, good. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, this is definitely about being a teenager. Yes. Yes. Let's, yes. let's pour right. wine in coffee cups and drive around 
neighborhood. Yes, like, yeah. that's awesome. That's yeah, so good. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right in Dallas. And if you just if you Dallas is just n- no offense to all of our listeners in Dallas, but it's a place that I just. I never feel comfortable in. Like whenever I was in Dallas, really? Like, yeah. But you have that. Uh, you have that accent. You can almost pass, couldn't you? Oh, I could pass. <laughs> yeah, but it's just the accent. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't right. Help. No. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> they see right. They see right through you. Right. Yeah, oh, that's right. True. That's true. Oh, they get, yeah, yeah, they can. Your definitely. dad, especially, they'll see right through. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, All right. So uh, now we get to the what's sort of like the title track, in, in a way, of the record. Uh, I. I love how the actor out of work is sort of like mm-hmm. a, a diss. It's kind of mm-hmm. used as a diss. Uh, yeah. Let's listen to a little bit of actor out of work. You're a supplement, you're a Such a cool, such a cool song. It is, and uh, it, it like rocks out. That's the thing uh, that I uh, that I really appreciate about her. That even when she rocks out, she rocks out in a way that's uh, different. That's not your uh, right. traditional rocking well, this, out. You know? There's a <laughs> lot of. Um, I hear a lot of early '80s stuff in here. Like I heard Talking Heads a bit, and then in this, I hear um, oddly. I hear a little bit of Devo in this or something. Oh, okay, the okay. vibe is this um is that minimal um but really with really interesting textures and presented and um Well, I read she's a really big Susie and the Banshees. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 Well, who isn't? Who what good person on earth is that, not a big is, Susie yeah. and the Banshees fan? Yeah. Uh, what I, but calling someone who's not an actor an actor out of work is a really good put <laughs> yeah. down too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as you said, these are these could be self. Um, these right. are going to be self. So you don't think she's actually lashing out to anyone specifically? She in this. might be, or she might be talking about herself, or it might be both. Right. You know, right. like probably, probably a little of both. Yeah, Maybe the way that duality. she just like discusses relationality in this album, and like the kinds of I don't know the inter. Interpersonal interactions are just discussed on this album in a way that's so creative. Yes. And and I think this song is cool because it signals, like, the album is really, like, a piece of work. It all, when you yes. listen to it yeah, through, it is, you it have is. such a better understanding of what it is than when you listen to it song by song. Right. And this song really signals, like, a shift. Yes, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah, you're I you're a boxer in the ring with brass knuckles underneath. You're the curses through my teeth. You're the laughter. You're the obscene. You're a supplement, you're a salve, you're a bandage. Pull it off. I think I love you. I think I'm mad. Yeah. Um, hard to say. You're a cast-signed broken arm. You're an actor out of work. It's, 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 
It's great, and the sound of it is great. Yeah, the sound of it is great, and uh, yeah, the lyrics are great. She's a great. Uh, and great there were some singles. Writer, was this one of the singles? For, this is like this was like the catch. One of the catchy singles from the like of the album. I have no idea what the singles. And how were, old? But. You know how old is she? Like how old is she when she made it? Because I have no I concept of how, but I'm, I'm maybe late twenties. Young, yeah, that's late twenties, early thirties. I hate that. It's so annoying to me when people that young are so talented. Yeah, you know? yeah. She <laughs> get over it. Well, my, my whole life. <laughs> or don't to get over it. Right. I, I won't get over it. All right. So uh, we're about halfway through. I definitely need a refill of my coffee. I'm going to yeah. have another piece of that chocolate babka. Yeah, sure. And uh, Another 3,000 calories. All right. You know. It's, it's, it's the good, holidays, though. It's right? Me and Adele exactly. were saying. It's, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. That's when you're supposed to eat. All right. So we're going to take a little break. We're going to be back in a minute with Adele Stock talking about St. Vincent. We'll be back in a minute. Annie Clark is 37 years old right now. So she was 27 when she put there something There you go. Wow. All right. That record got me high as tired of the banging on the roof. We realized that there was a big rainstorm, and that some people had leaks that need repairing. However, we are incredibly selfish, egocentric and bloody-minded bastards, and would prefer that others had their residences flooded than have to deal with even a modicum of minor aggravation. Does that kind of behavior sound familiar? If so, you should visit our sponsor, isthistomorrow.com. There you can. From the comfort of your old sofa, that smells like a mangy dog, enjoy four, six, or eight panels of good, old-fashioned satire. It's like if Charlie Brown was drawn by people with a hangover, or a toothache, or if everyone in Mayberry had borderline personality disorder. Woody and Kelly are not hungover, at this moment, anyway, or suffering from dental misfortune. They're just cranky, but also highly entertaining. See what they've been up to at isthistomorrow.com. That is, is this tomorrow.com. So once again, trying to, we're trying to, uh, during the break here, we were trying to convince Rob Elba to become a Slater Kenny fan, and we did not. We it was unsuccessful, <laughs> and that's okay. Even plying me with cookies and coffee that's didn't okay. help. Well, you know, Wait, just say you like them. Just say it, and we'll stop. <laughs> well, you know what? That second song, um, "Dig Me Out," it reminded me of the Athens band Pylon with Vanessa was um, uh, the singer of Pylon, and it had the same kind of. Urgency. Pylon's that pylon. a million times better than that. Really? You think? I see. <laughs> you really don't like Slater yeah, Kenny. Doesn't. That's okay. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinions, even if their opinions are wrong. <laughs> that's true. You can see that's my daughter there speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're an opinionated bunch. Yes, we are. The dinner table. Well, our dinner and table conversations used to. We had um, Adele's cousin live with us for a while in the. Early 2000s. Well, like like 2010. 2010. 11. Yeah. Yeah. And we would have these dinner table conversations, and it would, she would look at us like, there's something wrong. What is these, wrong with this family? Yeah. yeah. There's these people. <laughs> why are they talking about this? Why would they, why would anyone care about this subject in any way, shape, or form? Welcome to the stocks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We are back. This is That Record Got Me High, and we are here with Adele Stock 
talking about the album Actor by St. Vincent. All right, we're up to song number five, uh, a, a gear shift again. This album has, has uh, yeah, different no, gear shifts, yeah. uh, which, is, which is cool. Obviously, one of, its, uh, one of the features of her that she's uh, chameleon-like, very chameleon-like. Yeah. But still, it all it becomes very much of a piece, the, the album. Yeah, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what the show's all about. All right, listen, listen to a little bit of Black Rainbow. talking about like mm-hmm. just sort of feeling like an outsider and everything and uh, yeah. just that line um let the children act Have like black. furniture for the ladies <laughs> yeah. of the lawn yeah <laughs> but i can't see them i can't see it all here it's nighttime all the time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, so there's some darkness under that idyllic uh yeah. family picture yeah. there's some darkness sure. going on underneath yeah mm-hmm. much like the conversations around the stock table <laughs> uh, well there was always uh, that would, i don't think we ever tried to deny that that was the difference is i think we were um Upfront about the the um, less than ideal nature of reality. And yeah, but but and also you're basically nice people. You're just you're just weirdos. But that's fine. that's true. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I speak I, as a weirdo myself. I say. I that. think I you're probably that. right. Yeah, yeah. that's like how calling, you end up doing a podcast. Yeah, it's like making Jewish jokes when you're Jewish. You're allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's right. Yeah, yes. I mean. This sort of feels like part two to the neighbors, the kinds of yeah, yeah, sort, exactly. sort of dives yeah. deeper into yes. this right, suburban right. landscape. Yes. I agree. Um, yeah, and the my favorite part of the song is actually when she says, "While the neighbors talk and talk and talk," and then the the background vocals like whisper, "Talk and talk yeah. and talk," yeah. and it's just like it's just it's so great. good. Yeah. Cinematic. It's very uh, cinematic, yeah, right? Exactly. It's a picture. Unkissed boys and girls of paradise lining up around the block. Back pockets full of dynamite while the neighbors talk and talk and talk. Um, firecrackers? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and the, when she talks about the bird outside the kitchen fighting his reflection, oh. that's a very Disney imagery. Like yes, thinking yes. about like Snow White and the birds that are yes. like yes. totally yeah, yes. Disney imagery yeah. there. Yeah. What is yeah. the whole line is. Um, Bird outside the kitchen fighting his reflection. Tell him I got nothing for him. <laughs> it's like that because that's what she's what she's doing herself, fighting yeah. a reflection. Yeah. And so uh, go for it. You yeah. know, we're in the same boat. Yeah, there's a lot of self-loathing in this yeah. in this song and in this album. Just like you know, trying to force yourself to fit in and it's not working. Right. Just, right feels yep. really bad. Speaking of yep. that, speaking of self-loathing, this next song, so this maybe, was this like the first song you heard that Laughing uh, with the Mouth you? of Blood. Right, oh, just yeah. totally 
what? changed the way that I thought about all the music all I listened right, to. All right, let's listen. Laughing with a mouth of blood. Just like an amnesiac trying to get my senses back. Just incredible. Yes, Barry, Barry was going, uh, let, let it go, play. let it go. <laughs> Gotta hear that damn chorus. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and the cinematic so aspect. for me this song is the equivalent of like adele you know like when you when you like write well writing letters we don't really write letters anymore but when you when you call home and you say everything's fine <laughs> but like everything's everything not real is not fine. <laughs> yeah which is exactly what i felt like when i heard the song for the first time was like i right. was you know i was 15 and presenting everything is fine i feel fine i'm, right, I'm right. happy and good but like did not feel good and totally you know all of my old friends aren't so friendly all of my oh, old haunts yeah. are now haunting me because yeah. i you know all of my friends I didn't, you know, I felt like they didn't get me yeah. and I was gay and nobody knew. And I was like, well, they're going to find out eventually and it's going to really suck. So when, yeah. yeah, this and song. You found, isn't, isn't that great? Sometimes when you like find stuff, it seems like at just the right time to find, yeah. The, yeah. to find things. And that's mm-hmm. what happened with this. Well, that's awesome. yeah. Speaking of amnesiac, which is a, 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 a this in the first uh, verse, um, just like an amnesiac, the Radiohead album Amnesiac came out right after 9-11. And I remember listening to that record and going, oh yeah, this is speaking to me in a very distinctly uh, relevant way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you found that at a time when you needed it. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was already a Radiohead fan, but right, that record right, right. dropped and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Right. And I, I do hear, uh, speaking of Radiohead, I hear of similarities, uh, right? Yeah. 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 Just There's, the... Uh, uh, experimental nature, although, and and then somehow a way to make it all be very uh, palatable, or orally palatable exactly. and beautiful. You That's know, exactly it's right. Like bringing these dark themes and these dark imagery, but That's very. Right. Uh, that's what beautiful. they. Yeah, that's what they do too. Is like you go, oh, you know, this is, it's, you know, but, the, uh, but we've there's people like you know you you, you don't like you don't dig Slater Kenny. I've got a very good friend who. I've I've known since second grade, who likes all a lot of the same music I like, and he just does not like radio. This is Gary. Yeah, Gary. Warren. Oh yeah, there, but there's there's plenty of people I know people that are into like stuff, and you think really you don't like them, and no, they not only do I like them, they, they hate re- them. actively yeah. just like yeah. radio. It happens. Yeah. It happens. You know. Well, yeah, Radiohead is also like a religion for some people. It, okay, it that's is. true. Yeah. Yeah. People that's true. are. You know. Also annoying. Yeah, also annoying. <laughs> Although I do, I do really, really love Radiohead. But yeah, yeah. Those yeah. people are annoying. Yeah, they are annoying. 
Well, most people are annoying, Adele. Haven't you noticed that? <laughs> oh, I sure have. I sure have. You want to see where you strike, present, strike present that? Your Honor, strike that. that. Yes. All right. The strike the most people are annoying, except fans of that record got me high. There you go. All right. So we get into this next song. Uh, this is an interesting song to me. Interesting uh, title, subject matter. Let's listen to a little bit of Maris. There's something interesting going on harmonically there in the in the in the verses. The first four notes that she plays are from a regular scale, so she's singing um, "Muscle connects to the bone, and bone connects to the marrow, and and bone to the ire and the marrow." And then the next lines, the notes that she's playing are in what's called a whole tone scale, which is a scale we don't usually use. In Western music, because it goes, it doesn't follow the 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 um, same harmonic structure. Oh, it just really? goes up. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a it, it's a whole scale, but it goes up in equal steps each time, and it has a particular quality. And it's, I felt like that's consciously or, or unconsciously a, a really presenting something. Uh, um, things are or things are okay. Things are not okay. Or mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. but one doing it one way and then the other. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then, of course, in the chorus, H-E-L-P, help me, help yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, guitar, the guitar in this is awesome. And one thing we haven't mentioned at all, that she's an amazing she's guitar an amazing player. She's an amazing guitar player. She was a player. big Just... fan of Hendrix. And that's why uh, also uh, Prince is another person mm-hmm. that she reminds totally. me of an artist yeah. like Prince. But there's some videos out there. I, I can't remember the name. It was a show, but she's playing... In a church with a band, but they're playing in a church with no people there, just playing in a church. Wow! And live, and she, and she's just she's got her guitar, she's, and she's got all hot her guitar pedals around her and yeah. stuff. But she's amazing. Yeah, yeah she's she incredible, really is. Yeah. and she makes it look like effortless, yeah. like nothing. She's totally a rock star when you see her live, yeah. like is, performing, right, right. Yeah. like playing her guitar. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like like me and Barry as podcasters, yeah, but rock stars as podcasters. But she's like, I actually have. Else. You know what? <laughs> I, I will tell you. I did have someone recognize me from my voice when we were out in public. Really? <laughs> we go. We went to. We went and saw Russell Mofsky's band play um, at a this brew pub, and I was talking, and some guy goes up and goes, "Oh, you're Barry Stock," and I was like. Yeah, how did you know? He goes, oh, because from your voice, from the podcast. I was like, oh. Very hey, you guys have <laughs> fans. You guys have fans. We do. Yeah, yeah. this do. song, it it is another shift in the album once again. Like, right, yeah. right, of, right, like right, getting, right. Oh, yeah. Things are getting more frantic and more more desperate 
Yeah. You know, this sort of like you're uncovering layers of this mm, this mm-hmm. unhappy suburbia mm, and you're yeah. getting to like a, a deeper level. Yeah, but yeah. she's, you know, she's wishing that she was able to just exist, like a, like not be the freak that she is in yeah, this yeah. in this suburbia. Yeah, well, yeah. I know that feeling too um, from my own upbringing in the, yeah, you know, true. Southern Gothic, um, Southern Baptist Church and, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So speaking of that, now we get to, for me, the most terrifying song on this record because it's kind of like a terrifying nursery rhyme Uh, let's listen to a little bit of The Bed Don't move Don't scream or we will have to shoot Very dark song. It is, and that that um, chorus stop right where you stand. That's the that's reminds me of um, Peter Gabriel era Genesis, which makes me think that that's oh, might okay. be. It's got. Um, I can imagine him singing that. Oh right, and, right. And the the way the music sounds. Um, it's and it's fantastic. It's really dramatic and intense. So the story of this is this like I get like there's like sort of kids hiding under their parents' bed. I think that they got a hold of their parents' gun. Got a hold of their parents' that's, gun. That's, yes, yes, that's what's yes. going on in this story. And, right. And it's you know, and they're in Texas, so everyone has a gun. So it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we've sort of zoomed out on this Texas town, and then we're zooming in to like some yes. bedroom right. where yes. there's two kids right, right. under the bed, afraid yes. of yeah, monsters. You, uh, you're so right. It's like the whole theme of the record is yeah. all these little. Uh, Minutia things, and also I found this is because uh, I, I, I I'm not a huge poetry guy, but I actually went through an obsessive time when I was younger for. E.E. E. Cummings. Yeah, Mary. And there's an yeah. E.E. E. Cummings thing in here where she says, Mary, no one has such small hands. No, not the wind, not even that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got that too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's E.E. E. Cummings. Nobody, not even the rain, has such small hands. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. That uh, Were you already E.E. E. Cummings fan like when you when you d- discovered this, that she did it? Because I always think that's cool when, when an artist like drops something and you're like, and you recognize oh, it and okay. you go, nobody else knows what this is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know like if I already knew or if I looked up the line and then I knew, right, but right, I, right. I recognized it. And yeah. I, yeah. And I knew like, okay, this yeah. is something being adapted from something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that is awesome. I yeah. believe that our friend Ann Christensen, who lives in Houston, Texas, Gave us <laughs> gave us a book of E. E. Thoughts Cummings. And prayers. <laughs> gave us a book of E. E. Cummings poetry when you were born. for children. I have it in my bedroom uh, in Boston. Oh, yeah. nice, nice, yep. nice. So, shout out to E. E. Cummings. Shout out and to shout e. out to Ann and, and, and Ann <laughs> Christensen. Yeah, if you're um, out there listening, E. E. Cummings. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so now we get uh, this next one. It reminds me almost like a whole short story, like in a song, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another awesome one. Let's listen to a little bit of The Party. Honey.
Yeah, that uh, temptation. Yeah. You know, I um, I lick the ice cube from your empty glass. Oh, we've stayed much too late till they're cleaning the ashtrays. So yeah. the, you can they're cleaning up the bar, but it's two people that you know. She's trying to. They're, they haven't left the I bar. I can't get a handle on it though, because it's a party. Like it's something to at a party, but I, I don't get. Is she is she attractive to this person at the party, or but is she, she not? Are they having like uh, you know? I think she is attracted, and she she's. I'll do anything. Um, a, oh, but I'd pay anything to keep my conscience clean. Yeah. So, so she's not going to go for it because she's afraid. And I think this is. Uh, we've moved somewhere else. When we come to the song, maybe we're no longer in the small town. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. right. So something to know about Annie Clark, she's gay or bisexual, but she dates right. women, and she grew up in this Texas town, and so yeah. she doesn't ever explicitly talk about if her songs are discussing, you know, uh, that right. desire, but this is definitely a song to me that reads like, yeah. you know, uh, but I'd sit transfixed by a hole in your t-shirt. Oh, I've said too much and they're trying to sweep up. Like, you know, trying to resist this thing that she's been taught as yes. a child yeah, is yeah. inappropriate and right. wrong, even right. if she's an adult at this party. Right. And she can right, make her right. own decisions, but the co- the feeling of, I'll do anything to keep, and you know. Yeah. I'll do anything to keep my conscience clean. And she rejects, you know, she doesn't do like a verse, chorus, verse. It's just three verses. She's yes, really right. just telling a story of a this A story. Moment. That's mm-hmm. what I, yeah, and I really like that. I like that it's a little story. Even if you don't know exactly what she's talking about, it's like an interesting little story. You know what some of these songs, and the musicality too, remind me of? Uh, do you ever watch uh, Twi- the original Twilight Zone, the old episodes of Twilight yeah. Zone? Because they'd have the music, oh, that, oh, yeah. the strings music, and oh, it sure. just gives you a certain feeling. Yes. Yes. And that's a lot of this reminds yep. me of that. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. All right, so now we get to song number 10 on here, and this is just the same, but brand new. The people in the street had overtaken you. By the time you rounded So this is one of the songs that that I didn't maybe get at first, but after like my third listen to it, I said, I really like, I really like it. Well, I I constructed a little story right there with the previous song is that this is a, she's at the, she's at a party. She's talking to a person who's famous and whether to go home with that person or not. And then the next morning she wakes up and 
leaves the famous person's apartment with the famous person, but then they split up because the people they'd already caught up with you by the time, and I left feeling perfumed and new. <laughs> so the, the the paparazzi are are following the uh, famous person, and she's headed off in a different direction. Just a guess. Yeah, I mean, this song I definitely feel like is about the same person from the last song. Yeah. Um, you know, the second verse. And anything you wrote, I checked for codes and clues. <laughs> the letters stopped unceremoniously oh, in June. Yeah. So maybe this is a long-distance relationship, yeah. or it's forbidden, yeah. or right, it's secret. Right. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of t- balancing between this, like, joy of, of new love or, like, yeah. ha- getting to be with this person and then this dread knowing that, like, something is not right and it's yeah. not going to be good. Gonna, it's going right, to end really poorly. End. Yeah. And, and, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, always the guest always gets to say whatever stupid thing me and Barry are going to say. You always go ahead. <laughs> but I, I think just like she's she lays out these lessons in the first half of the album that she's learned oh, okay, growing okay. up. And then they're getting, you're in these songs, the lessons are getting put into practice. Put into practice. Yeah, because awesome. she's, right. she's probably in New York City, you know, that's by the time. My guess. That's, the vibe, that's the vibe I get. It's like early life. It's like her life feeling like an outsider early. And then the second part, it's out on her own in the city and sort yep. of navigating through yep. all this uh, uncharted waters. Agreed. And there's actually, there's a funny story I found with her where she said just for the title of this particular song, did you see that? Her friend, it was an interior designer in New York City and one of her clients was a woman in her 90s and her house had been hadn't been redone since the 50s so the woman said uh, the woman wanted exact replicas of the furniture and interior <laughs> and as she put it she wanted just the same but brand new <laughs> so she got the title from that. <laughs> yeah and yeah. there's a really just pretty instrumental outro in this song yeah, uh, when the, uh, the drums yeah. kick this in is, and this it's is just, a great you know, great headphone record like you it's great to listen to on speakers but it also gives up a lot of cool stuff when you listen on phones and oh, you yeah, hear the little, sure, the little sure, stuff yeah. of the edges and the little extra sounds that yes. sort of yeah. come up in there. And she's, I mean, this is, you know, this is one of those, this person's a genius. Record. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, so two weeks ago I was hit by a car and I got a concussion and I wasn't right. listening to music with headphones and this was the first album. I totally forgot that we were doing the podcast. <laughs> of course you did. But because why, is, well, you know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, when I listen to music with headphones again, this was what I listened to. Because yeah. it's just, okay, good. it's just perfect. Nice. It is. It's a great sonic experience. Even if you don't even care what she's saying or what she's talking about, sonically it's a really beautiful record to yes. enjoy. Yeah, for sure. It's like a painting. It's like a series of paintings. It is. And now we get to the, this is the, the part I was dreading, the last song, because I don't, I, I know you're 22 and everything, but I'm a little uncomfortable with the, with the theme of this song and discussing it, but uh, let's just get into the final song on the record called The Sequel.
grown-ups i know we're all adults here we are all adults <laughs> and even if well i'm just and, gonna i'm just gonna say the way she even the way she's singing this it totally captures the mood i think of yep. what she's what's trying going on to, what's sure. going on right yeah spent the night with someone yeah and um I'll, I'll go out and get you something so i'm gonna run out and get us some 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 breakfast or a bagel yeah. or something. So, so this is the whole afterglow, like the afterglow yeah. Yeah. feeling. And, uh, One, two, three flight apartment street side. So three flights of stairs. Bodies like wrecking balls. Fuck, fuck with dynamite. <laughs> Just, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I think this song And is... maybe this is the person, the same person she's back with from the previous two songs. Like it's a re, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in New York next week. Do you want to come yeah. over? Yeah, and I mean, you know, three flight flight apartment street side probably a brownstone, yeah, like exactly. somebody with yeah. money. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely is this like definitely seals off the album in yeah, a really yeah, interesting yeah. Right, way. Right, right, right. Oh, this you've made this this it's it's a it's a journey from this person in suburban Dallas, Texas, right, to who's feeling like an alien to a grown up who's doing grown up things in New York City and the exactly the kind of situations. And presented in a really honest way, but very concise way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And not necessarily happy. Like this is this is one of those songs mm-hmm. where yeah. you, you, there's a melancholy in exactly. it. Exactly. There's yeah. a sheen of melancholy over yeah, it. Definitely. There sure. Is. It's going to end. Yeah. It's got a. Fi- it's got a. You know. This thing is. This is. Yeah. Uh, maybe or maybe a discomfort like I feel I feel uncertain about this yeah and and maybe that's because it actually is uncertain or maybe it's a holdover from growing up and just yeah. feeling like there's yeah. no way that this is gonna Get, end right. well yeah one yeah. thing I will say though about everything we're saying about this album is on her her album Mass Adduction there's a song called New York and everybody's like this song is about your ex-girlfriend because it's New, <laughs> New York isn't New York without you love yeah um and like you're the only motherfucker in the city who can stand me so everybody uh. thinks that it's about her ex-girlfriend and then she comes out and she says no this is just like series of texts that I received from my friends in New York oh, so okay. she all of her songs are just like you really never know because she could be but presenting you never know. however though yeah. Rob and I have have been over and over the fact that artists will lie oh, of course. about what what <laughs> they're because like, they absolutely. tell you that's what it's about. Don't believe them. <laughs> don't yeah. believe them. No. And then he, how long did it take Dave Grohl? We did that. To, how many years? Like right. uh, fifteen years or something till he admitted. Oh yeah, I did write that. Song that was right about Courtney Love. Love. But for fifteen yes. years, he said, "No, no, it's, it's not, not about her. Courtney." No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and there's other a lot of other instances where and people interpret things in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Then you can't stop them from doing that. Mm-hmm. And you maybe you're right and maybe you're wrong and and the artist's perception of what they wrote about will change over time as well so 
you it's just you know it's the river keeps rolling and and also us as the audience have our right to interpret it however we want sure to yeah. that's right once the art enters the public space yeah. it's anyone's game it's that's right. right yeah well and the thing also about Annie Clark I can't remember somebody toured with her and was like we toured with each other for six months and I know as little about her now as I did when yeah. we first oh went I could I could definitely yeah. see that yeah, yeah I could definitely see that she's I'm got sure a, there's a part of her that very ex- explicitly private yeah. yeah right and probably uh, focused laser focused on her music and her art yes, and all sure. of that yeah. yeah that's how you do it that's how that's we talked about it. you know we we're like don't you, you know, me to get. I think Rachel was talking about Neil Young and how, you know, he seemed like an asshole. And I'm like, you know, to to do that for that long and to be that successful for that long, you develop. Unless you develop a public persona and a private persona, you're going to go insane. Yeah, because because yeah. it isn't real. It's it's not it's like not a, real. a tra- traditional normal life. It's right. something different. Well, I think I mentioned people. Someone in an interview. I've said this before on the show. There was an interview in Q Magazine with Bob Dylan talking about people recording with Bob Dylan. Oh, uh, dead time, right? <laughs> yeah. So when fans come up to you and talk to you, how, how does that, how is that? And he goes, he goes, dead time. And you go, oh my God, don't ever, don't go ever try up, and have a conversation with, with Bob Dylan because you're wasting his time. You're yeah. wasting he time. could be doing something creative and he's going, yeah, I'm glad you really like the record. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but Annie Clark is not like that. She actually has a, an, Apple Music podcast called St. Vincent's Mixtape Delivery Service, where oh, nice. people oh, yeah. write into yeah. her and say, I'm having this thing happening in my life. Can you make me a mixtape for it? Yeah, and right. that's the podcast. That's how that's she... Nice. Yeah, that's Bob Dylan she... will never make a mixtape for Well, it. no. <laughs> actually, the truth <laughs> is, really? he has a show. He had a show on, um, on um, like, Sirius FM for years. You can download the U- on YouTube, like, and he would play this great country songs and these great... He, that was his version of the same thing. All right, now we're going to listen to you. This is Yeah, but Ernest he was giving Tuff. you what he wanted to play and did it. He, he wasn't making a mixtape for anyone. That is true. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it didn't change the fact that you would put these things on and be like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Yeah. Like, it was just. I'm going to go on saying Andy Clark is probably much sweeter in person than Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think? I only mention that it's on Apple Music because Andy Clark, if you're listening, could you make it available on Spotify yeah. or Bandcamp just so uh, I could listen okay. to it we'll pay, You know what? We'll pay for we'll, we'll kick for an Apple Music subscription. Or maybe I can get my, my, um, my employer has a long end. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> right, we're, getting into, we're getting into dark web. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, this definitely was not dead time, Adele. Thank you no, so much for being awesome. on our show. This of was course. awesome. What a great way to end out the year. Yeah. Uh, we wish you luck back in up in the frozen tundra of uh, Boston. Yeah. I, Boston, lived, yeah, I lived up there Jamaica for a while. Plain. Lovely Jamaica Plain. Lovely. I would never do it again. The whole city smells like seafood. (laughs) It's unbearable. It's unbearable. Well, have some clam chowder for me when you get back up there. Of course. All right. So the new year, first show of the new year, Barry. Yeah, right. Crazy, huh? When he switched, tell us, tell him what he was going to do. All right. Bill Orchid, Mr. Bill Orchid, uh, who is a founding member of Harry Pussy. Yeah. And also a renowned solo artist. And his latest. uh, Harry Pussy. Yes. Oh, my God. Did, Barry, did your dad also play that for you on the way to school? Did you see the videos. You have to see the videos. I haven't seen the videos, but you oh played Oh, my God. His, uh, but his latest record, Odds Against Tomorrow, has actually been on a lot of best of 2019 Yeah, I think Steve lists. was playing it the, and the other night. It's yeah. amazing, really. So he's an amazing... So originally, he's wanted to do Hendrix. He goes, oh, you guys never did Hendrix. I'd love to do Hendrix. He's going to do Are You Experience, right? Yeah, and then he pulls a left turn. He said, you know what? <laughs> Everyone's talked about Hendrix. I want to do 
uh, Billie Eilish, her album, because that's the album that I've been listening to the most lately. Yeah. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, which is apparently Great. the name of her record. Yeah, sure. And he wants to talk about it because that's been the record that he's been listening to the most. Yeah. And that he said that got him on. God damn it. I'm going to talk about Billie Eilish. Yeah. And we put it on at work. Uh, Kurt, my employer, put it on at work the other day, and we were just like, wow, this is amazing. It is, right? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. extremely talented. Yeah. She's talented. She's one of those rare people where it's like, Teenagers love her, and also like adults yeah, are like, right. like, this is amazing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. That's true. All right, so that's the first show of the new year. Is that? And uh, don't forget, uh, it would be you know, it'd be a great holiday gift for me, Mary, if you went to. We're trying to buy Patreon. some. We're trying to buy some new equipment. Yeah, yeah. Which we really appreciate our patrons. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh for as little as a dollar a month, you become a patron of our show, and it'll help us out because yeah, we're trying to buy an eight track multi-track recorder. You know, so do it, don't do it. You do you, but just. You know, so it would be a nice can, thing to think about. We can get all the voices here. on separate tracks and do this go. and make it more popular. All right. Adele, once again, thank you so much thank for being you, on the show. Thank you, guys. The show. And, great. Uh, once again, for the end of the year, that is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. We are that record got me high. We will see you guys next year. We're out. I like it when you take control, even if you know that you don't want me. I'll let you play the role. I'll be your To sing along with me, but she won't sing this song if she reads all the names.